I'll go start the coffee. I'll be down in a minute. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura, wake up. Good morning. Morning. We are continuing on. Luke chapter 22. Uh-huh. It's a long chapter. We're about halfway. We're at verse 39. Jesus prays on the Mount of Olives. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching that place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Hmm. I forgot that line. Exhausted from sorrow was in there. Same. I also forgot that. So, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm wondering if this ties together. When he says, pray so you will not fall into temptation. Is that... What temptation is it? I I would assume it's the temptation. Um, well, it's Peter, James, and John. We hear from other places. So, kind of from the scriptures, we or the other uh, gospels, we learn Peter is going to deny Jesus three times before the rooster crows. Um... And I'm not sure exactly how James and John react to this, except the fact that all of the disciples are going to desert Jesus mm. and run away. Um, I guess I sometimes have thought, like, the temptation was falling asleep. Like, pray so that you won't fall asleep. Like, you won't... So that you won't fall asleep. Like, that you'll continue watching with me. And the temptation was sleeping. But now I'm... It could, I mean... It doesn't mean necessarily Well, he mean does that. say that. When he keeps finding them sleeping, he keeps waking them up and telling them, you know, wake back up. Keep right. helping me. Um, but then also, I see a note here on my Concordia Self-Study Bible. Uh, it says, this could refer to severe trial of the kind referred to in verses 28 through 38. 
verse 28 mm. was yesterday. You are those who have stood by me in trials. Um, yada, yada. He says, Simon will deny me. And then that's where he says, you're going to need a purse and a bag mm-hmm. and a sword. So that stuff we kind of talked about last time. So don't fall into the temptation of being disheartened by trials. Or don't, yeah, don't lose faith when I'm about to be arrested. There's yeah. a lot of, lot of temptations coming their way, I guess. But I just wonder, wondered which one, you know, don't fall into temptation. Don't, don't be tempted to fall asleep. Or is it something more? But I guess either way, it could, it could just be a lot of things. It could also be the fact that, I mean, Dave kind of pledge that they're willing to die for him and then at the same time all he asked them to do is pray for him you know at this point Mm -hmm. and they're not even able to follow through with their promise Um, but yeah there's so much coming up for them they need prayer at this point they need to be strengthened they need to be focused on their conversation with God asking him for help all the time because and then that kind of ties into the verse that we forgot about they're exhausted from sorrow they're already probably being tempted you know if Jesus is killed what does that mean you know those days between his death and when they find out he's risen, you know, yeah, I'm, it could be a, tempt, a sorrow. They're sad that he's dead and they don't, you know, what was this all for? You know, they start doubting everything. If they're not sure he's coming back from the dead. Well, Jesus told them when he was going up to Jerusalem... I mean, like a week ago, the Son of Man has to go and suffer and die and all these things and all the things that the chief priests were going to do. Um, and now those things are really going to happen. So they forgot the end of it, but on the third day he will rise again. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know, I think I need to do a little bit more study of his areas. Um, I also have a note, this isn't the self-study note, this is just the footnote. It says, some early manuscripts do not have verses 43 and 44. That's why I'll notice in brackets. Oh, mine's not in brackets. Oh, you're not? Oh. Oh. Um, I always thought it was like a really distracting detail that the sweat was like drops of blood because I was picturing him actually sweating blood like little red droplets are coming out of his pores 
I think it's there just to show the intensity of the prayer and what he's going through. That this is not a, I'm going to go over there and pray, you know, and kind of like meditate and relax. Like, he is dealing with the anxiety of knowing that he is going to be betrayed tonight. He's going to be put to death innocently, you know. He's going to have his own church um, put him on trial, and he's going to suffer incredibly. And the anxiety of going through all of that is difficult. Yeah. So It's hard to imagine or put yourself in that situation, partly because, you know... I don't want to say numb, but I will. I feel personally a little numb to the story sometimes. You know, because you hear it so often. I mean, it Mm -hmm. referenced every single week at church. Jesus died for your sins. You know, he died. Jesus died. You hear about death in church all the time. And then, you know, we also know about the happy ending. He came back, and he's alive again, and we're going to heaven. So it kind of, you know, sometimes loses its impact. Like, the death of Jesus and the suffering and mm-hmm. how upsetting it is because it it really is a blessing to us that he died for our sins. Like, we're thankful for it. It's a good thing for us. But at the same time, it is a horrible thing. And I think sometimes that if Jesus knew he was going to die, but then he's coming back again, why is he so upset about it? <laughs> but but it's real. It is real. I mean, and he still had real pain. Yeah. And that's hard, too. It's real pain. It's to real imagine. temptation. I mean, when those... People are mocking him on the cross. If you are the Son of God, save yourself and save us. Just the fact that he has the power to end this at every time and he doesn't. You know? I mean, just think of how difficult that is to endure the greatest pain that this world has ever known. Yeah. And right in front of you is a big red button that says, stop, you know? And he didn't. Yeah, this shows like really brings out the dual natures. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a 100% God, but he's a 100% man. He knows all that's going to happen. He knows it's going to have a happy ending. He knows it's necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff I just said. But he's also a person with a physical body and he doesn't want to, to do this. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of a... I right, think, the only reason he's doing it is because of you and me. Right. Is, it's, is there any other way? I mean, that's the prayer. The prayer is not give me strength... To go through this, God does give him strength. 
with the prayer the first two times is if there's any other way to do this. Yeah, and you're referencing things that aren't in this account. It would be in... um, Mark, I think we went through that. Matthew and Mark, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just... It's amazing that he did all that for us and he loved us so much. Loves us so much. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's keep going. Or did you have anything else besides nope. the? I mean, exhausted I... from sorrow. No, let's just keep going. Okay. Oh boy, <sighs> sorry, have a yawn today. Mm. Jesus arrested, verse forty-seven. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Judas to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this and he touched the man's ear and healed him then Jesus said to the chief priests the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come from him am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not lay a hand on me but this is your hour when darkness reigns I think reading it all together like this, back to back with yesterday's reading, kind of helps to understand why they said that thing about the swords. Because, you know, yesterday, Jesus said, swords. if you don't have a sword, Slayer Cloak can buy one. Yeah, but the thing is, he told them that. And there wouldn't have been time to go well, he says, get a sword. Here are two swords. That's enough, he said. So then they're walking yeah. to the Mount of Olives. They probably have the swords with them. It's true. I don't know. Peter says, well, I'm going to carry one because I'm Peter. <laughs> yeah, so that makes... And <laughs> the way it's recorded here, should we strike with our swords? And then one of them does it, and then Jesus answers. So it's like, picture kind of little kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Can I do this? And then they just do it before you answer. Yeah, well, it it shows Jesus knew what was going to happen at the Mount of Olives. It's, it's, there are just so many examples of him being in control and willingly doing this Mm -hmm. because he's not praying while they come and catch him he doesn't say oh we'll be fine out there you know nobody bring anything he lets them know there's going to be a conflict out there i know what's going to happen and i'm going to allow this to happen anyway 
kind of just what struck me here. I always wonder, too, like, how this didn't escalate. Like, if this big group of guards comes up on this group of 12 men, and one of the guys cuts off a guard's ear, you know, and another guard just come over and stab him, <laughs> like, you know, or it turn into a brawl. Like, I'm picturing, like, a benches, benches clearing, like, skerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we saw a guy throw a bat after he got walked the wrong way. Right. And the bullpen had to run all the way out to protect Yeah, and him. I mean, in recent news, like, there's often, like, conflicts with police and other groups and it's just a little powder keg waiting for one little thing to happen and someone gets their ear cut off it's a pretty like it's not insignificant well it's, and they you know could just see other people being like that's it arrest them all you know and mm-hmm. get them for being in like a sword fight or hand to hand combat and but it's uh, it's seems to me, or it sounds to me like he just cuts off the ear, and then everyone's standing around, and then Jesus is like, "Here, let me fix that," and yeah. it's all like really still calm. Well, that's the thing when you read it, you know, like a play. Yeah, there's no other stage directions. Right, it's like no one else is there. It's like, okay, he's gonna cut off your ear. Nobody move. No, it's, um, I don't know. It's possible that. This Malchus, the high priest, he was going to try and restrain, you know, the disciples. Hmm. That they tried to pull him to the side. Um, Yeah, they're... I mean, I don't... For a while, I pictured them, you know, standing up face to face, you know, Mm -hmm. and Jesus is there. And then Peter's by his side, and like, ah! You know, but yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, as soon as he would have drawn that sword, everyone else had swords and clubs. I mean, is this how you came out to betray me with swords and clubs? Um, or with a kiss, but they were armed with swords and clubs, it says. So, right. so then, you know, Jesus calls him out and says, mm. Am I leading a rebellion? Every day, you know, I was there with you, but you chose to do this now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I thought there was a note on this. Sorry, I got a little distracted. No. Um, yeah, just... So then... We're moving into the next part about Peter disowns Jesus. It doesn't say here. It must be in a different account where it says they all ran away. But that would make sense if there was a sort of a conflict here where they, you know, I don't want to say fronted, but they're like all face to face. 
tensions are high. Yeah. Someone cuts off someone's ear and then the other side starts yelling like, well, now one person really did actually break a law. Like. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't have authority to do that. Maybe they did. Well, I guess they could have turned them over to the Romans. I really feel like there's one. If you cut And maybe I'm just remembering this from like action movies. Right. Let them go, you know. What? Um, what are you talking about? That Jesus tell says, "Let them go." Um, when they all scattered, I well, think it's Matthew. No the Matthew account. Uh, I remember has that strike the sheep and shepherd. Let me go over. Is that when he says, uh, "Who do you who do you want?" I am he. So, that's in John. Um, so in the Matthew account, it says, "Do what you came for." After Judas said, "Greetings, Rabbi," the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' command companions reached out for a sword, drew it out, and struck the high priest. So, high priest, sir. yeah. So it seems like. There were those two groups, but yeah. then when they said seize him, then some people went in and tried to grab my force, and that's when it happened. Yeah, but but still, Jesus Jesus truly had not done anything wrong. They're arresting him because mm-hmm. whatever he's inciting the people or working on the Sabbath or whatever. But when Peter actually does this, that's like a just cause for being arrested mm-hmm. they could have grabbed him too and they yeah. don't either he gets away or they just Matthew are so focused Matthew on. just says then all the disciples fled deserted him and fled yeah well anyway he gets away and they aren't they don't care so much about the disciples at this point they're focused on just getting Jesus, so. Um, let's see. Do we have time to go on to the next section? I don't know. There's a oh, lot in the next section. Is. Let's just uh, save that for tomorrow. <sighs> Anything else you want to say? I think so. I see you're still reading your other accounts. Yeah, I'm trying to... Think of what happened, or think of, just says they deserted him and fled, so, anyway. We'll, uh, talk to you tomorrow. Okay, that's it. All right. Bye. Bye. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop, Pastor Randall, wake up.